Hi friends and welcome to season three of Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to end burnout culture by empowering world changers to burn bright and not out so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy Leong and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons that I've learned on this journey of failing forward. As a former lawyer turned leadership and wellness coach, we'll be talking about holistic wellness, servant leadership principles, self-care, mental health and spiritual health, and other things close to my heart, such as social justice issues, the power of mentoring and being mentored, creativity in the workplace, and the current global pandemic. I'm dedicated to share from a place of authenticity, and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope that this also just feels like we are sitting across from each other over a nice cup of coffee or favorite beverage in a cafe somewhere in Melbourne and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Live Life Well podcast. We are now up to episode 28 and we're in season three where we are taking the time to talk about mental health as part of the National Mental Health Month here in Australia. I am going to be sharing with you part of the conversation I had with Renee Michelle on LinkedIn and Facebook. We did a live recording of this podcast and I'm just going to put it out there that I made some big mistakes when I came to actually saying her name. I actually said welcome Michelle as opposed to welcome Renee and I said a whole bunch of other things that I regretted. So I've cut that out from this recording and we're just going to jump in where I talk about, um, I'll just introduce Renee to you and just as a side note, I've known Renee for I think close on three and a bit years now. Um, I actually met her on my side hustle journey when I was still practicing law and decided to start my own modern calligraphy side business. And Renee was part of a coaching group that I was part of initially uh, when I was starting out. So we've known each other since then and become really good friends. I've been able to meet her once in person, um, but most of our interactions have been online. And yeah, it's just just a joy to speak to. And I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. So I'm not going to speak too much. You'll hear more about her history, um, her story of being a childhood um, sexual abuse victim, but turning that around and now empowering other women to go from victimhood to victory. So enjoy. I'm so embarrassed. Okay, Renee is one of those rare gems of a woman who's overcome countless years of sexual, physical, and mental abuse through her life. And now she coaches and helps women to move from victim to victory. She's also the author of Battle Scars Are Beautiful, if you can see this. And Renee is also going to be a speaker at the Live Life Well Summit, which we'll talk about later. Um, but yes, Renee. 
Thank you for being so gracious um, with your and offering your time to be here with us. Um, I know that this season of pandemic and COVID has not been kind to many people, but I know for your own personal circumstances that there have been some challenges and we just really wanted to get you here on the podcast to share, I guess, yeah, some of the challenges you've faced during this time. So I'll give it over to you. And I'll Thanks. And remember, it is Monday, so take a deep breath. It is okay. And, you know, we're here to talk about being real and real life. So, you know, if we can't, if we're in positions of authority, leadership and in a guiding role to guide others, then it's great to show that we too get it wrong often. <laughs> so, look, every, like you said, everybody's had challenges. I am no different. You are no different. Uh, nobody is immune for, from something like this. And for myself personally, you know, aside from everything else, being a single mum, working from home, being a solopreneur and just two years in trying to get everything rolling, um, when COVID really impacted us and, and at first I was like, oh, this will blow over. It would just be a little, you know, a little hitch. And, you know, lo and behold, that was set to be the biggest year financially in the business. So I also took a massive hit uh, financially, like I said, um, and also, you know, to dig yourself out of that hole when you've been building up for so long and then life comes and, and, you know, takes you off course, which is really important, there's a level of acceptance, okay? There's a level of acceptance that we have to reach and understand and embrace when any challenge comes our way because challenge is inevitable. So personally, and the thing that I, I think um, we spoke about sharing previously was my partner lives in New Zealand. I'm here in the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. And for seven years, we've been going back and forth, but we used to work together overseas. So our longest period of separation was, I think, six weeks before COVID hit. Mm. I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and ultimately it was an 18-month separation. Wow. Yeah was extremely difficult uh he is my rock <laughs> he is you know my number one fan and as you said before my my entire life has been full of abuse and domestic violence and sexual abuse and dysfunction so this man has taken me 36 years to find and then we're separated for that immense amount of time so emotionally it was very very difficult and i did i fell into a very black hole there for a while emotionally and to the outside world, I was just soldiering on, but inside I was really suffering. I was extremely lonely and I was doing the whole, you know, just fuck it up, girl. And it just wasn't practical. That whole approach of I'm fine, I'm Teflon, nothing bothers me is not practical no matter what state of mental capacity you have. I've, I've been in personal development now for over 18 years. Mm. So I hit a wall because I'm human. Mm. And that is really so the important definition to make i think is that all of us are vulnerable in one way or another and we must reach out for help which is what i did yes awesome yeah i think that's such a good point that no matter how strong you are right and no matter how long you've been in personal development and things like that that we all need to recognize that we need help and to reach out like you said so yeah tell me more like what how did you kind of start moving away from that black hole that you were, had fallen into. Yeah, yeah. So, 
you know, I was getting to the point where, you know, my motivation had gone, my eating and my dietary needs had just gone through the floor. I was someone that took my takes my nutrition and physical health and well-being very seriously. And I had just gone, oh well, you know, who cares? No biggie. And every single day I was consuming more alcohol. Now I'm not talking to excess, but normally I, I don't drink during the week. I might have a glass of wine on the weekend. I was having a glass of wine every day, maybe two glasses of wine every day. Now I'm not saying that that was the wrong thing to do, but for me, it was me avoiding and using um, even just the practical motion of drinking wine in a glass as an opportunity to rebel and avoid what was really going on. So I was using it as a crutch. Mm. And it got to the point where I was like, oh, my gosh, I just couldn't stand it anymore. And I reached out to my support network. So I've, you know, cultivated a very trusted circle, you being one of those people, Amy. Mm. And I knew that they were there for me. So I just reached out and said, hey, can we have a chat? And you made a point at the beginning saying it doesn't matter how strong we are, we all need help. Asking for help is one of the strongest things you can actually do. Being vulnerable takes, I think, the, the biggest amount of courage and strength. That's like mm -hmm. the equal of showing how strong you are. Yeah. Me on the couch and binging on Netflix, there was no strength involved in that. Yeah. But reaching yeah. out to my network and saying, hey, can we chat? This is what's going on. That was the strongest thing I could have done in that moment. And, of course, they rallied around me. And I started just every single day reminding myself who I was, what my purpose was, and, you know, to get off my butt and, and you know, get back to me. And it started very, very small little steps just every day waking up and developing a routine. So rather than just waking up and going, oh, I don't have to do anything today, so I won't. Every single day, and this is something that's really important, I have a routine, a morning ritual mm. that I follow every single day and it just keeps me on track, keeps me motivated and makes me a lot more productive and, you know, I'm able to get things done. Mm, yeah, I think like that morning routine, like and something that I've started to do as well, like it makes such a difference, doesn't it? Like just to have something that you know you can always go back to um, yeah because you know at the moment and especially back then it was the fear of the unknown nobody knew and still to what to certain degrees we have no idea where we're going to end up what the next day is going to bring so the only thing that you can control is your actions your routine what you think and what you do so i every morning now i wake up and i set my intention for what I want my day to look like. Now, that is just me waking up going, I'm showing up fully as me today. I'm going to take risks today. Let me help somebody today. And I choose joy today. Mm. And I high five in the mirror after doing Mel Robbins' high five mm. book. It's a must do. And I'm okay. like, you got this girl, show up as yourself. You need to, you need to just kick some butt today. And I right. give myself permission to have a great day. Mm, yeah yeah I think that giving permission thing is a key thing as well so yeah I love that I haven't read the book yet but I have seen you share it on social media so I'll get to it how much I find that book helpful and it is just so practical that anybody can do it 
and you can digest it so easily because if we go, well, that's too hard and I don't have the time. I downloaded it on audio and I consumed it in five days, every morning walking, every moment I'm in the car, done. And I'm on to my third book just by doing that. Okay. Yep. That's cool. That's a good tip. Um, I find I, I do like the hard copies, but hard copies also mean that it's difficult for me to consume it because you actually do have to be so focused, but audiobooks, like you said, much easier to consume. Read. I love books. I'm, I've always been a lover of books. But if we have to stop everything we're doing with such a busy lifestyle, um, like I said, being a single mom, running around, I'm like the free Uber now for my son. I, it's an excuse to say I don't have the time. But use your car as your office. You know, mm. teenagers, they're on their phone anyway. So I use that every moment I get in the car. And like I said, it's constantly going in my mind. And within five days, it was done. If I bought mm. it, it'd still be sitting there. Yeah, so true. And I guess if you're sitting in the car with your son, he's also listening to what you're listening to, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Another way to do a bit of teaching <laughs> and parenting <laughs> on those trips. Um, so, yeah, okay. So you mentioned a few things that you do as part of your morning routine. What else have you found helpful um, in terms of like looking after your mental health um, during this season? Yeah. I find that a lot of people have amazingly big goals. And I always say to people, you know, think bigger, think bigger, think bigger. However, that can be the overarching umbrella goal, okay? So what we where we often go wrong is we go, Oh my gosh, I want to not drink um, for the next three months. I'm just I'm just going to stop drinking altogether. I'm going to eat nothing but chicken and salad. I'm going to work out five days a week and I'm not going to watch TV at night. I'm just going to read self-development books. Now, that's all amazing, right? And that might be something that you can achieve in six months and a year's time, parts of it. And if you've got it all down, good for you. But we overwhelm ourselves and then the second day in or the third day in when that motivation slides, we don't tick every box. We're like, oh, I'm a failure. Why did I bother? I knew it was not going to work. So we set ourselves up for failure. Mm. Break your goals down to incremental small steps and celebrate them when you achieve them along yeah. the way. So for me, what I started doing was I walk now two days a week and I go to the gym just outside here. I've got a gym three days a week. Now, I also give myself a backup plan. If I'm too tired, I've managed to have a late night, something you know comes up that's unplanned. If I don't get up and go to the gym or for a walk that morning, I've given myself permission to say, that's okay. Tomorrow's another day. I don't have to try to squeeze it in later and so I'm feeling pressured all day. It's like, you know what? It was a busy day. That's okay. Pick up off tomorrow. So break your goals down into very small goals. And when you've done that one thing, go yay for you. When you don't do it for whatever reason, just say, it's all right, girl, tomorrow's a new day. Mm. You don't have to write off everything and go, oh, my God, I'm a failure, because we do. We catastrophize. And we mm. beat ourselves up and punish ourselves so much. So I always say if my girlfriend or my son came to me and said, oh, I feel so bad, I, I didn't do this today or I haven't done it for three days, I'd go, oh, okay, well, what about day four? Mm -hmm. If you do, of course, just course correct. Don't yeah. 
throw out everything and go, oh, my gosh, it's never going to work. Just mm. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, so good. And I think, um, well, with the people you work with, though, like why do you think those thoughts come into our mind? Why do we catastrophize everything and, like, try to, like, I, I notice that in myself as well, like where, um, you know, I set those big goals and then, like, I don't meet them and then just, you know, beat myself up about it. So, like, why, why firstly, do we have those thoughts? Yeah. Um, and then I think you already told us, like, how to course correct. But, yeah, maybe just understanding, like, the, the thoughts yeah. behind it and where they come from. Look, it comes from, and I love being a parent, don't get me wrong, but we do take on the habits and the mindsets of our parents and those around us. Our childhood, and this is something that obviously is a childhood abuse survivor. My childhood trauma started um, that I can recollect at age 10. But we know now from all the research that's out there, we're programmed before the age of seven with things like um, our relationship and concept of money, our relationship with um, understanding how the world operates around us. What is um, someone that has achieved success? So what does success look like? What does um, a good person look like? You know, we're so moulded and shaped and we have no idea. And then we go out into the real world and we start interacting with the world and others and we're like, we start reacting and doing things that we have no understanding of and we just assume that it's the right way because we're doing it that way or we think that way. So a perfect example is you just said you set big goals for yourself, right? And so am I. We are very driven, ambitious women. Now, say that to someone that often comes off as you're a B-I-T-C-H, uh, you're intimidating and, you know, possibly rude. There's, there's a stigma around women with ambition because we've been grown up and shaped and told that patriarchally men are the providers, they're the businessmen, they're the entrepreneurs. There's never been a place for us. If you look at every movie like Devil Wears Prada and the woman, if she's rich and ambitious and well-to-do, has to have this massive fall from grace, lose all money, become poor, and that's where she finds happiness. <laughs> so this is story out in the world and we're conditioned to it all the time. We have to be saved by the knight in shining armour. Mm. It's, it's all over time. So basically we set ourselves up assuming we have to live at this level. Mm. Society tells us that that's mm. right. And the yeah. minute you mediate or do something differently, you start feeling different and you start getting judged and you start going, do I even have the right to do this? So we're so scared to be ourselves. We live in a world of comparison. We look mm. at social media. We get consumed with seeing what everybody else is doing and we mark our success based on what others are doing. Yeah. And if it looks different, we try to shape ourselves in a box, we withdraw, we go, oh, maybe I should think a little bit smaller and silence myself and be a little quieter. And that's where it starts going wrong. Mm. Yeah. You need to define who you are and be comfortable with that. Yeah. Oh, I'm like... 
we should just pause it here now and let everyone just have a moment to, <laughs> to let that sink in. Gosh, there's um, so much around that. You know, we could be here for days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's such an important thing. It's so interesting that you talk about, like, knowing who you are, like that whole identity piece is huge. Um, and it's the starting point. It's yeah. the starting point for everything because mm. who you think you are is never usually who you actually are. Mm. Oh, that's a big one too. That's another gold nugget right there. Um, <laughs> so who you think you are is not usually who you actually are. You actually are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, we could really go down that, go down that line of thought <laughs> or keep going. One example, just for one yep. moment. When you wake up in the morning, most of us, we don't sit and look at ourselves in the mirror and go, oh, my gosh, you've achieved so much today. You're an amazing person. You're, you're created for purpose. You are limitless. Anything you want, you can have. And if you, if you fall along the way, that's fine. You're still awesome. We look in the mirror and we go, oh, my gosh, look at the bags under my eyes. Oh, my God, where did those stretch marks come from? Oh, my God, is that a gray hair? Oh, my God. Oh, look, I'm just, I just put the makeup on and walk out the door. Oh, my God, where did that weight come from? Criticize, 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 criticize. So if we go into our day like that every single day and just drown our subconscious in flagellation, criticism, negativity, how are we supposed to go into the world feeling as though we are worthy, limitless, abundant, amazing individuals when you've spent every morning for the last X amount of years mm. criticising yourself? Then a goal that you've achieved, uh, want to achieve, you don't achieve in the time frame you want to do it. Another layer of guilt and shame and failure and negativity. Mm. We are so unkind to ourselves. It has to start with us. Yeah. Yeah, and just being kind and um, it's almost like doing that rewiring about what you're saying to yourself. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. And so how how did you, and I think you covered a little bit of this last time you were on the podcast, but, like, how did you start with the rewiring, like, even if we look back a little bit from, like, when you um, experienced, you know, that the trauma of the past, the rewiring, how did that start happening for you everything changed for me the pivotal crossroad came for me when I realized I had no idea who I was I had spent 26 years trying to make everybody else happy trying to be what this person wanted this person because I was desperate for acceptance I'd been rejected abused uh, taken advantage of criticized my entire life so I wore all of their opinions and had no idea who I was. Mm. And what happened for me is I had my daughter. At age 26, I had my daughter and I, you know, I tried all my life to get back on track but just never seemed to be able to do it. And then I looked at this baby girl and I was like, right, this is it. No more excuses, no more, you know, giving, not giving up, but no more going, oh, you know, this is just not going to work for me. Just settle for what you've got and appreciate it. Mm. That for me, I, I was prepared to do whatever it, whatever it took. For me, I went to church. That was the catalyst to things changing. But within that, it was because I was told and I was informed, and this is the truth, 
that you were created for an amazing purpose, that what happens to you does not make you less than. It does not become your identity. I saw myself as a rape victim, as a domestic violence victim, as a drug addict, as shameful, as disgusting. You know, all those horrible words. That's who I thought I was. I didn't see Renee. I had no idea who I was. So I to actually sit down and take inventory. And literally when I say inventory, I mean pen paper. What do I like? What do I believe? What makes me happy? What am I drawn to? Who do I admire? And I started taking inventory of all these things. And it developed over time into a very clear, very, very clear picture that I'm someone who wants to help people, that I am passionate about people that have been through pain, that I want to help people understand that they are worthy of having anything that they want and that that is not shameful, Hmm. that they are stronger because they got through that thing, not weaker. So that became my life's mission. And then I surrounded myself with people that were doing the very things that I wanted to do. And I learned from them and I became a sponge. And this is what we do. We become jealous of those that are doing what we what we want to do. Lean into that jealousy and actually flip it and say, if I'm jealous, maybe it's because I want what they have. Mm. Well then rather than going, oh my gosh, they repel, I don't want to know and and call them every name under the sun. Actually yeah. admire that they they have those things. And go, okay, well, I want to learn from them. So that's what I did. I reached out to the people I admired the most and I said, I would love to learn from you. How did you get from there to here? What did you do? And I became a sponge for that and started implementing those very things. Mm, Yeah, so much gold right there. I hope for those who are listening on the podcast, like you've been taking notes, (laughs) you can maybe go back and rewind and listen to this. But yeah, I think that, like, if I was to summarise, and you let me know if I've um, understood it correctly, but, yeah, firstly working on your identity, um, finding out who you are, you know, what what shines um, the brightest or what helps you to shine the brightest, and then going surrounding yourself with a community and people who are actually going to help bring that out um, and... Yeah, and it's amazing, like, what you've created in that time frame and and now you're empowering other women to help find their purpose and um, shine their light brightly. So, yeah, I'm just so grateful that you're in my circle and I get to just see you shine bright <laughs> and do great things as well. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we're kind of coming to the end of our time together and I just wanted to um yeah just ask you maybe a few final thoughts around uh because again we did mention at the start that it is um, National Mental Health Month um and you've already mentioned a lot of really good tips for people to start kind of walking through some of the thought processes and and things that they can um do to help maintain I guess their mental health or or improve their mental health Um, what would kind of be like that final kind of thought that you want then if they were to just take one thing away from today's discussion what would it be oh gosh there's so much I want to say um look you can't do this on your own you cannot do this on your own 
And we are so great at making excuses at why we, it's great for that person to be successful and they're so amazing, but it won't happen for me. Um, BS, sorry, BS. Anybody can make it. And in a time when we're feeling more disconnected than ever because of the C word, and I'm not going to say what it is, we all know what it is. We have social media, it's always been a bit of a curse. Now it's been a blessing. This yeah. 18 months I was separated from my partner, Ash. The communication via, via virtual became our lifeline. So we ended up to the nth degree. So mm. there is actually no excuse now for us not having the ability to plug into something positive. Like I said, we've got audiobooks now, we've got podcasts online, and most of them, many of them are free, totally mm. free. You've got an immense amount of material on your website and page. So do I. Free, downloadable resources. Start becoming an insatiable devourer of positivity. Don't spend hours scrolling through Facebook and looking at the negativity. Start becoming protective of your time and start, start becoming protective of what you put in here and what comes out here. If you focus on positivity and gratefulness and just start small and start absorbing the good things that are out there, you will absolutely start to grow. There is just, there's, there's no way it doesn't happen. If, if I can go from a drug addict, homeless, abused girl that had known nothing but that for 16 years, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Mm, yeah, your story is really like an amazing testimony of what can happen, I guess, when you are intentional with how you're going to choose to live your life. Um, so I'm so glad you could come and join us on this podcast live recording. Um, for those who will be watching on the replay or listening to the podcast when it goes live on the podcast waves, I will put um, Renee's um, website, her Facebook, her LinkedIn details um, for you to connect with her. Um, and then I also mentioned that Renee is going to be a speaker at our Live Life Well Summit. Um, and uh, she will be talking around the topic of trauma and how can, because we've all experienced trauma as a form of trauma or some, yeah, some elements of trauma due to the C word, as we um, said uh, before. And yeah, we're just um, really excited to have Renee share. Um, the details on how to register for the summit will also be in the description of this post or the comments. Um, and just briefly, as I told Renee, we've got a really cool thing that um, we're excited to announce as part of the Live Life Well movement is some T-shirts. Yay! <laughs> I don't have I don't have them on at the moment, but they are actually created by a um, small business owner in Queensland. Um, oh. and so yeah, um, and so she is someone who has created like ethically made t-shirts and we really wanted to jump on board with, with supporting small business owners and also like an ethical business as well um, and they basically have you know certain themes that we like to talk about as part of the live life well movement such as I choose to live life well I am a world changer boom bright not out and yeah. thrive not survive so yeah that's all happening and I will put the link also in the comments or the description so Thank you so much, everyone. Um, and we will end this broadcast here, but definitely connect with us um, on LinkedIn further um, or on the other social network platforms. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. It was my joy and delight to bring it to you. And I do hope that it has given you some practical tips on how you can live life well. I would love to hear your feedback on what resonated with you or stood out to you. So please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our Facebook page. If you haven't already, please subscribe, like, and share this podcast with your friends, your family, your neighbors. And if you are sharing it on Instagram, make sure you follow and tag us at livelifewell underscore the podcast. You can also find me, Amy Leong, at underscore Amy Leong underscore on Instagram, where I share more resources on how you can burn bright and not burn out as part of my new leadership and holistic wellness coaching business, the Live Life Well movement. Thanks again for joining us and I'll see you in the next episode.